Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek Season 1, Episode 20, it's called Court Martial, full spoilers for the episode, as always. So this is a, well first of all, we're like officially two thirds through the season, this is a kind yeah. of a milestone. We're two thirds through the first season of the first show. Of the first, the first of... Too many. Not including Discovery, because that's like, we'll do that as it comes out. That's new. It's separate. But the first of four shows, yeah, because Discovery, Next Gen, Next Enterprise. Gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, on oh, Enterprise. Enterprise. Oh, first of five then, not including Discovery. And and that's assuming we're not doing the animated show. <laughs> I say, you know what? It's going to take long enough. We're not adding yeah. an animated show. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, enough. Uh, so this one actually. Because we start off uh, at this, you know, on this planet, at the, at the space, the Enterprise has been repaired. I actually, for a long time in this episode, I thought they were actually literally, like, even though in plot the Enterprise was being repaired, I thought they were literally repairing the set, and they were shooting stuff in just these, you know, temporary sets in this episode. Because for mm. the first, like, half of the episode, you don't see the Enterprise at all. It's all... No, you don't. It's, you know, it's this portmaster's office, it's this little bar, canteen area... Uh, you know, and then it's their like hearing room, and that, that's it. That's the whole thing. For yeah. right, the halfway, and then we start getting footage, and then it probably like, oh, okay, right. It, yeah, it's like, oh, it is in this one. <laughs> yeah, because because honestly, now that we've seen that, I went back and went, well, why didn't we? I don't necessarily expect to see the 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 crisis because there's a crisis that happens off screen at the start where a crew member dies. Yes. Uh, and the whole plot of the episode is that the computer contradicts what Kirk is saying was the sequence of events and it makes Kirk look like he jettisoned the guy in this pod at the back of the ship before he should have and as a result killed him when he didn't need yes. to yeah. uh, and the computer disagrees so that's what leads to the court martial and we have a hearing it's essentially a courtroom episode with them trying to prove Kirk's innocence uh, yeah. with this wacky lawyer character and you know the various members of the crew uh, testifying yeah. Now, before we watch this, I said I had a, a vague memory of of quite enjoying this uh-huh. one. D- did did you enjoy this one? I thought it was fun. Mm, okay. Did you did you not enjoy it? I did. Right up and uh, uh. I mean, there's a certain part that I don't like, but for the most part, I liked it a lot. I I like it. I do think it's very theater. Like it's very turned up to eleven. Some of like the reactions and moments where. Uh, and obviously the big twist in the episode is that the guy's not actually dead, he's actually framing Kirk, he's tampered with the computer, he's actually still on the ship. And the moment where he, like the, the lawyer suggests, is it possible he's still alive? And Kirk, and Kirk turns around and goes, possibly. And the, the music, I love it. There's this sting that plays in the music and I was just like, alright, this is pantomime. This is yeah, basically is. pantomime. I, I love it. Uh, that one I particularly love. The only one that really bothered me a little bit with the, the over-the-top music stings mm. was um, where, when they were like in the courtroom, what, what, what's your plea? And he, Kirk stands up and he goes, not guilty. And it comes in with this big, massive sting like like he would have ever said anything else. Yeah, we knew he didn't think he was guilty. Like everything before <laughs> this scene told us that. <laughs> I know. That's the only one that bothered me, but uh. but that, that possibly one. Oh, I loved it. Uh, uh, it's right up my alley. No, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I don't think it's a deep episode, but I think it's a very entertaining episode. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, my, yeah. my only real problem, I will say, is the guy playing Finney, his acting. 
Okay. It's yeah, it's a fair. bit. I mean, sure, some of the other stuff's overdone, but he's overdone in a in a different way. He's he's not in a lot of the episode, though. To be fair. No, he's not. But when it's the big climax, it kind of takes away from that a little bit. Honestly, the bigger problem I had with that climax is the stunt double for Kirk was really noticeable. That is also there. He yeah. did not look at all like him. Mean, he looked like ten years younger. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. Actually, the, but that's not a big. That happens from time to time on these shows. The biggest problem I had actually, that I, I legitimately went, that is a weird choice. Why have they done that? Well, two things, I guess, because I was saying it before that I thought it was weird how we didn't. I thought it was weird I didn't see the ship pull in damaged. Like, that felt like something it should have started with. It was probably just something at the time where they didn't want to do the effects of it. Probably. But e- even just the idea of seeing them on the, on the bridge then, all like, you know, dis- disorientated, like, oh, we've just went through mm. this trauma, and get a sense that something's happened. But instead, we just sit in the portmaster's office and he's just telling the story. It, it just. It's just it's the, it's the it's the least interesting way to do it. I thought. No, I agree. Uh, once it got going, it was fine. But that, it was just it was just weird that we didn't get like a, a sense that something dangerous just happened. He just says it. Yeah. Uh, and actually, my other complaint actually kind of relates to that. Uh, so after they like he's still alive, and they do that fun thing with the heartbeats, where they're like, okay, this is all the heartbeats on the ship. And then they take you know we read your heartbeat so we can eliminate it, and they eliminate them all one by one until there's just one left, and everyone's accounted for. So he's on the ship. That was cool, right? That was good fun. But yeah. when Kirk goes off to find him on his own, this narration pops in. Yes. And it's not a start, you know, it's not, you know, Captain's Log, blah, 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 blah. It's just narration. He just, and I wouldn't mind it so much because I could just, oh, I'll just assume it's part of a Captain's Log. Whatever, it's fine. The problem is, is that the information he actually gives us, I think he shouldn't have. I think the episode shouldn't have given us that. Because he tells us, oh, the lawyer's a way to get the guy's daughter. Because we see the guy's daughter, she's really distraught. Yeah. Uh, she blames Kirk at first, and then when she sees the food, she's like, okay, it was you, but I don't really blame you anymore because you're in a tough situation. And I get it. Right? But so the, oh, we both agreed that Finney, you know, the, 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 the officer who's framing the captain, you know, if she's on board, he'll come in easier. He won't go put up much of a fight. He won't do anything dangerous. His daughter's here. Mm. And I'm like, why are you telling us this? Because later on, when they're in mid-fight, and he's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, killing you is not enough. Like, you don't care about your own death. I'm going to kill your ship. It's the ship that you love. And it's like, even with your daughter on board, it's like, and that's like, give me another music sting. Don't tell me that beforehand. Give me a music sting. That's the moment you reveal it. Yeah. That's the moment you tell me that. I was like, you didn't really need that before. And then, to a lesser extent, not as a big deal, because that one spoiled what could have been a cool reveal, is after he beats them, he's like climbing in a, a little sort of tube thing to fix whatever he thing, and the narration just comes in and says, "Oh, uh, after he beat him, he told me what he what he damaged, so I'm fixing it." You don't need to tell me that. I can see what you're doing. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It just those bits of narration. It felt like, oh, the audience is dumb. We have to spell it out. I, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I think the the weakest part of the episode for me was that last like five minutes once he started talking to Finney, you know that last five minutes or so. But the 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 reveal and then the heartbeat thing was fantastic. Oh, absolutely! It was just it was after he left and after he left the bridge and the narration started is where the episode just loses it a little bit for me. Also, I want to point out two things that I love from a character perspective. One, I love that Spock proves that the computer's been tampered with because he can beat it at chess. Fantastic. Secondly, Kirk makes out with the prosecution on the bridge after the after the <laughs> trial. So Kirk. Because he's Captain Tiberius Kirk. <laughs> That's who he is. 
he makes out with the prosecution because he knows the prosecution beforehand they set that up at the start yeah. uh, there's that awkward scene where he's like oh why can you defend me and she's like oh I can uh, I know we're good old friends but I can't I'm busy I've got another case like oh you can do two at once not this one I can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, because Jim you see I am the prosecution I, I, I don't know the, the, the panorama it works for me what can I say and I have a thing for, you know, courtroom episodes in general. I don't like legal dramas because I find it boring seeing it from the the point of view of the legal team, you know, just case by case each week, whatever. Yeah, but that one, bores me. One courtroom what, episode out of a series. Yeah, exactly. When you have your characters in a courtroom. Oh, I love those. I'm a sucker for them. Ah, uh, yeah, come on. No, I had a lot of fun. Like, I, I can't deny that it was good. I like, I like my only other criticism. Which isn't really criticism of the episode, it's just kind of like missing them, is that a lot of the other crew we don't see as much of because it's mostly Kirk with these new side characters for the episode. It's these guest stars for the most part. Yeah, a bit of Spock and Bones. Yeah, Bones especially felt really uh, quiet on for this episode. Uh, that said, the lawyer was a fun character. He uh, was. He's determined to work with books even though everyone's got computers. And this feels especially weird in, like watching it today because it's like, we're already at that point where everyone's just got tablets and stuff and some people have just given up physical books and then there's people who fight for physical books because they think they're better. Yeah. It's just really funny because you imagine that, you know, in this, you know, 150 years in the future, you imagine that, oh, it'll be even more far gone. Like, it'll, yeah, like, paper? What's that? Yeah, but he's, he's got this room full of books and he's like, oh, this is better than that stupid computer that's got every single book ever written inside it. It's, it's it's interesting how ahead of its time that is because you know yeah. that's the the exact same thing people are saying right now about you know ebooks versus you know having a physical paper book yeah and it's it's crazy how that was literally the, the what it was saying in the sixties yeah uh, and obviously to them like the idea of just reading books off of a, a screen conveniently yeah, it's, it's basically was... magic yeah <laughs> yeah it's magic to them. Pretty much. Apologies to any old people who grew up in the sixties and are being offended by this mocking of the sixties. <laughs> magic. Hey, they 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 experienced the magic happen around them. I actually had an old person not that long ago talking about uh, how far things have come, and they remember when things are new and now everyone has them. And the example they used was a cordless phone. <laughs> and I'm like. Most people just don't even get a house phone anymore. <laughs> just, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, no, just, I don't know what you mean. Just old people. Uh, I mean, they're great, but... Oh, the, get, get it makes me laugh. Like, just, that, that, in general, is something I still experience. Because at work, upstairs, they, they're all on corded phones. But downstairs now, but we, we've got a cordless one, so we can walk around and do our stuff. Yeah. And w- w- when someone from upstairs phones and asks about something, you, you, you're walking around and... Every so often, they'll go, wait, are you, are you doing it now? I was like, yeah, because they, uh, they forget we're cordless. And it actually like has that effect on them again. It's like, really? Still? This was a hell of a tangent. It was. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Look, the guest stars are good. In, in particular, the, the stern portmaster is quite good, as is the lawyer, who's kind of more wacky. Yeah, and he gives a, he gives a decent speech. Gives a decent speech. Uh, the, the, he lists all these, but he starts with the Bible. He works up to the, you know the like the amendments yeah, the, and all that. Yeah, the and Constitution. Then, and then, and then, then he gets to like the, the, the Martian stuff. Yeah, yeah, the Martian mandate or something like that. And then it was like the Alpha Three something. It, yeah. it was like it got into some fake ones. I'm like, oh, I want to hear more about these. These are way more interesting. 
<laughs> Chemist on these alien laws. I, I like that they're they're essentially exactly the same as just you know the American Constitution, but Probably, it's yeah. interesting because it doesn't exist yet and it's Martian. Ah, uh, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, dear. Um, obviously, the first half of the episode kind of worked. Obviously, all the other cr- crew members, but other Starfleet officers who are around, like at the bar, like kind of like shunning Kurt because they think he's guilty and stuff, and. We then see in the courtroom, like they're, they're basically trying to break Kirk's character by, uh, well, not break his character, but they, 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 you know, they keep trying to get Bones to like admit, oh, this is possible that he could have, you know, lo- just lost it, like maybe not realize what he was doing, that he was mentally. Yeah, they, they, out. they use his crew against him, don't they? Because yeah. they do it with Spark and Bones. It's like, yeah, could could he have done this? And they're like, yeah, well, I mean, what you're saying is correct, mm. but. And Spock just hits back with, I'm Vulcan. I do not speculate. If I yeah. say he didn't do it, he didn't do it. Bitch. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, essentially what you said. <laughs> I love how, like, when you have uh, Bones and Spock, you know, they put the cards in, it reads out there, all the commendations and stuff, and it's like, yeah, they've got a few. They're not bad. I mean, I, I get why they're high-ranking officers. And then it gets to Kirk. And it just it's goes like... on and on. Uh, to, <laughs> I love that she's like, no, come on, enough of this. And the, and the lawyer's like... Oh no! This is his record. He gets to do it. Yeah, let's have a few more. And then he yeah, stops yeah. himself before and he it finishes. On his terms. Oh, it's great. Uh, actually, isn't that crazy? I just want to point out a really silly set design thing here. Hmm. Uh, oh, actually, okay. Filmmakers going to shout at me. This is not. This is not counting set design. If the actor touches it, if the actor uses it as a prop, it's a prop. I was counting it as set design because it's part of the chair. So a bit of a mix, technically. But by their definition, if the actor interacts with it, you know, outside of uh, like sitting down and standing on it, which does not count as interacting, but there was buttons involved. Oh, I thought about the buttons that he had on his chair, because we get this this camera angle, right? Uh, they're watching this footage of the incident playback, and those buttons. There's yellow alert, which they were talking about. Oh, they're on yellow alert first, and they're, they're arguing that he jettisoned them while they're still on yellow and not on red. Then there's a button for red alert. And then there's a button for Jetson Pod. <laughs> and that's all that's on his chair. Yeah. Like... And I think those are too close together because I would not want to accidentally go, oh, red alert. Oh, no, my finger slipped. I hit uh, the Jetson. Like, uh, yo, put some that, space between. I mean, I think there was a fourth button for something random, but it's like, this is it. This is the four buttons he has is yet yeah, two alerts, Jetson that pod. Why would yeah. that even be on the captain's chair? I, I guess it's a thing where it's. It's it's his call. He has to be the one to press the button because he's the one taking the life essentially. And he, 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 okay, fine. But why, why does one button? Surely, it, it, I think in an actual situation, you'd have it be the sort of thing where the second officer and someone else both have to press a button first, and that unlocks the button where the captain makes the final call. You yeah, know, maybe. That, you know the whole turn two keys at the same time kind of idea. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I mean, the alerts make complete sense. They they should probably be on his chair. All right, sure, but not not Jetson Pod. Probably not. No, <laughs> nothing I else. I can't wait to. I hope one day we see this this arm again, and it's just got a completely different buttons. I'm pretty sure they've not been there the whole time. There's probably some random buttons there, and they've labelled them just for this one. Yeah, because they've got a little them. label maker. I'll do. <laughs> I like the idea the set guy just came up. What's it? Prop master just ran up. I was like, right, I've got some labels. <laughs> Let me just cut them with scissors to get them to the right size. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of buttons, aye. <laughs> can't believe I just said that. Go on. Uh, 
the, the, the machine that they feed the cards into, you know, to, to give them their service record. Oh. They have to press a button to play it, but just saying stop stops it. That is uh, well observed. It, th- it really threw me. It's like, one or the other. I don't think you can have both. I mean, you could, but why, why only use... Every time they press the button to play and then say stop. Every single time. Are they sure you're not the same pl- say, saying stop to someone who's sitting next to the machine who's then pressing the button for them? No, because it, 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 he leans over and presses the button himself. All right. Uh... That is weird. I'm not gonna. It seems weird to do one and not the other. Yeah, I mean, I'm not arguing with the voice commands, but just you know, pick one. I've got a spaceship. I'll accept voice commands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have I, voice I, commands. I, I accept their voice commands actually work. Uh, but, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it, it was it was a fun episode. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it it's very theatrical. It's very over the top reactions to things, but it. When you see the computer do it, you're like, "Oh wait, how how did this happen? Like, if the computer's saying this, and that it, yeah, it goes. The, the twist is fun, the heartbeat thing's fun, and uh, obviously we've nitpicked up. Most of these things aren't really complaints. The only the only legitimate complaint I have really is the the weird narration that kind of spoils what could be a fun little. Yeah, it's that, and and the the acting for Finney for me that, that yeah. you know that five minute or so chunk, but yeah, you know, I have, I have a fifty minute episode that's. That's pretty good. Otherwise, a uh, really fun one. So, yeah, let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments below. Of course, uh, if you're watching this uh, on YouTube, the next episode's already up on Patreon. Obviously, if you're watching on Patreon, then this is the, the new one. This is the yeah, one that's up Yeah, you've still got to wait a week. Yeah, but like the, the, the point I'm making is, though, these go up a week early on Patreon. If you want to check out uh, that stuff and everything else you get as a bonus over there, uh, head over to patreon.com slash TV. The early access to these episodes is only a dollar a month, so if you want to help us out and support us, that's a really easy way of doing it. Of course, though, you can still just like, subscribe, uh, give us some comments and stuff, because uh, all of it helps. Uh, but yeah, get us on uh, Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Individual Twitters are on the screen. Uh, But that's us, guys, so thank you once again. We will see you next time.